This is Tech Unmuted, the podcast of modern collaboration, where we tell the stories of how collaboration tools enable businesses to be more efficient and connected with your hosts, George Shanestein and Santi Cuellar. Welcome to Tech Unmuted. Welcome to the latest episode of Tech Unmuted. Today, I'm joined by Sam Husbands. We're going to take a look at mid-journey and some complex prompts and do a breakdown of the layers of things you need to think about when you're creating images within within mid-journey. I do want to point out, if you're not a subscriber, please subscribe, give us a like, give us a comment. Uh, We're definitely looking for the feedback. With that, Sam, I'm going to turn it over to you and we can start to kick this off. Yeah, thanks, George. As always, it's an honor to be here. So we share the screen, we get straight into the Discord channel where we generate our mid-journey images. For those who haven't seen the previous episode, uh, we use mid-journey to generate most of the, the art and imagery for Fusion Connect marketing. Go on the blog, it's always the master image. And you can see here on screen that we, we have a set style that we like to, to go for. Um, we like colors, we like white space, we like white screens, and we like things to have a perspective to come from the center. But it's taken a while to get to a point where that prompt can provide images that have so much variety. As I scroll down here, these are all images that we will use. You can see that they're very different, but they're from the same kind of family. They're recognizable from us. Now, to get to that point, we have to constantly rebuild prompts. Midgen has just uh, released its new version 6.0 and again we had to go and break down the prompts and we had to understand uh, how to get to a point where we were producing images like this. So what happened Sam from version to version did so two questions did did the prompts not work correctly is one question and the second what got better or worse? Yeah good question George thanks. I think the the main difference is the quality of image, especially when it comes to people. There isn't many oddities now. You know, if we ask for a lifelike image, they are lifelike images. The layers that they add on just got a lot more detail and they've obviously got a lot more data to call from. So whilst they weren't wildly different, sometimes they just gave a different perspective. This version to the last is all about light and angles and how we produce a, an image that looks like it's from the family. Um, but it's, it's small details every single time. But you'll see as we go through this that the quality of image and how it blends is, is the best it's ever been. OK, so you can see I'm highlighting here the prompt that we get to, to, to this image. It's around 600 characters, so it's, it's not the biggest prompt, but we can break it down into six parts. So. I pre-built those six parts and we'll start with the first live demo of a really basic version of the prompt. So we're asking it to produce a vertically split image of people in front of two technology offices. Should take five to 15 seconds, so we might have to kill some time in between generations today, George, should only have three or four to go through. Yeah, as you go through this, is it, are you stacking one after the other after the other? Is that how you 
build? Okay. Yeah. So, so the the first piece is is the most important. It's what the the subject of the the image is going to be. Vertically split image of people in front of two technology offices. So the chances are, as this is generating, we will get something that looks like the base of our images. And as before, depending on the time of day, it does depend on the speed of the generation. So we can already see, even though it's not completed, that whilst these images are striking, and one of them does have a central split and the right kind of perspective, they are so far removed from the type of artwork that we need. We now need to layer in new elements of the, of the prompt. So the second piece for me is I would look at an image like this and think, okay, but we don't have any white light that's centering it. And it's not a head and shoulders shot that we look for. So if we go back to the next prompt, I've added in two lines. So the two lines are talking about the white space, the light coming from a central location, and instead of having distance group shots of people, I'd like a head and shoulder shot of technology experts. And in the background, I want to add some of our styling to it. So I've asked for two abstract offices and then some computers and data centers to be laid in, in an abstract way. So this should get a little closer to, to where we are aiming. These are live tests, by the way. I haven't, I haven't done these in preparation. I just wanted to follow the logic and, and see what happened. And what is the rendering time? Like what times a day work and don't work? Because you're in the UK, right? So is there earlier mornings better because the US isn't online or? Yeah, exactly that. So, so two o'clock, which is roughly now 2 p.m. my time, is the worst because East Coast America, it's when you guys are just getting getting going. Um, and it's when we're coming back from lunch generally. So this is the slowest time. OK, instantly we see that there is some big changes. Only a few more percent to go before we can see see the full set of images. So there's there's now a lot more similarities to our end piece, but to me they look more like a technology stroke corporate um, stock footage with some technology and perspectives laid on in the background. So I like the angles, I like where the light's coming from, but the colours, the perspective, the lack of abstract through the the people still doesn't match our style. So now we need to go back and think about the layers that would do that. So colour is going to be a key part and some, some words around a um, bit more abstract use of light and colours, but we have a colour palette and here you can see that I've just used the RGB codes across our three main colours to see what that can do and luckily that's Show me that I've spelled colours incorrectly. Quick change. By the way, with, with spelling, the journey is amazing. It doesn't really make a difference how you type it in. It will understand if you've made a, made a, made a bad spelling, but still pick it up. 
does the complexity slow it down or not no not it, re it really doesn't and i find it a surprise even when we're doing huge um prompts with sometimes up to six seven thousand characters it doesn't make a difference it can be lost you can tell that if you're writing especially in mid journey if you're writing really long prompts um, some of the stuff towards the end of the prompt doesn't get found. So it will always favor things at the beginning, which is why the first, the first phrase is the most important. And I found, I, I do some images in chat GPT in the engine that's in there. It definitely gets lost or, or it, if you try to in sequence, modify the original image very often it it just gets stuck in sort of a loop on a thing that you can't remove and then you have to start over in particular words if they're if it puts words in the image it's really hard to get it to stop putting words in the image and a lot of times it's got a misspelling yes well so so that that's more advanced than mid journey so mid journey really struggles with words um and so i try try and avoid it completely and do graphical overlays afterwards okay so just just adding in the colors has made a huge difference. So we could probably get away with using some of these images as ours, and people would still understand that they're coming from ours. But for me, they're still not, they're a bit stuffy. They're not abstract enough. I don't think they have enough creativity or, or artwork, but they are starting to use the colors, the perspectives, the light source from the middle does match our, our styling. So given that, I'm just gonna add one more layer to this prompt. So the extra layer, so the last layer was about vibrancy, colors, you know, splitting the white space and the, the colors and giving the RGB codes. The next two layers are keywords. So the keywords are a super important part of this. And this is why you don't want the prompt to be too long so they get lost. The keywords kind of dictate the style and the final layers that they put across. So the the only additions to the last prompt are colorful, artistic, minimalistic, creative, nebula, which was an odd one that we stumbled across, um, but it's really adds some of the abstract, almost sci-fi nature to, to uh, some of our images, rainbow and impactful. Now, just those words alone, plus a slightly different um, prompt on the ratio so you'll see that all the images that have come so far are square we yep. use we use landscape images so i just gave it a slightly different ratio that won't make a difference to the output it's just how it's laid out and i've layered in version six as well so this is now using its fastest quickest most accurate engine which will add a bit of time to the building of the image generation And even as that's loading, you can see that these are much more akin to either the background that you see behind me now or yep. the images that we saw earlier and everything that are on, on our blog. So actually, we built the base. We added in the perspective. Then we added in some of the technology layers and the colors, but it was these key words that really crafted the style and the impact of the image. 
So if we click on these, I can instantly see that we would definitely use three out of those four. Once yep. we add our Fusion logo, once we add some color hues and the Fusion swoosh, we're good to go. There wouldn't need to be much change on those. Amazing. And this is like eight, 10 minutes, right? And in fact, if you just went to the final prompt, you're talking about one, two minutes. Yeah, I mean, exactly. we've had these conversations. We've been doing this for over a year now, right? So we've had these conversations for quite a long time. But if you were to go out and try to create these images from scratch, hmm. you would get one set of variations after about a week. We yeah. can get multiple variations in a day and then make a decision whether we're going to modify path forward from an imaging standpoint. It's a dramatic difference from where where we were as a marketing team going back you know, yeah. 18 months ago. And I, and I do think that one of the reasons why we choose the mid-journey prompts to talk about on the, on the pod is because it's easy to understand how great you can make something. But yeah. this is, it's exactly the same process for GPT or any of the copy and text-based prompts. If you are really taking the, the prompt engineering to the next level, even from a, a text perspective, you can create really, really unique and powerful word that just needs some human intervention to change and perfect. It's just a lot easier to see and visualize from a from a mid-journey perspective. Awesome. So Sam's going to drop his screen. Uh, I do want to do a quick closeout. So one, if you're if you're interested in what we ran through, please give us feedback, right? We will look to do more of those and we want to sort of direct us towards what people want to see. The second thing is what we've continued to talk about on the podcast, which is you get a tremendous productivity hack out of these tools and you're either using them or you're not. And if you're not, you're likely going to fall behind both individually and as an organization. But if you are, as you can see from the work Sam's done, you really rapidly enhance the level of productivity you have individually. And then again, it bubbles back up to the team. So Sam, I don't know if you have any final comments or advice for folks before we yeah. close this out. Well, I'd like to mirror what you just said. It's made such a difference to how we work as a marketing function, and not just an output, but the spend involved in that process. And we could not have produced those images. It would have been beyond any in-house designer or agency's ability to do that quickly. So we've kind of jumped three or four stages and cut out some of the budgets required to get to a really eye-catching point. And using them here has changed the way that we view everything. So all AI tools can help every part of what we do. And I honestly believe that we've 10 x productivity and you know, the results are starting to show already. So if anyone has any questions, don't uh, hesitate to reach out and uh, I'll get back to you if I can. Awesome. Thanks, Sam. With that, it's we're going to close out today's episode. Again, subscribe and like, give us some feedback. We're happy to sort of engage with folks with questions about this and any of the other podcast topics. But with that, we're going to sign off for today. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, George. See you guys. Visit FusionConnect.com slash Tech Unmuted for show notes and more episodes. Thanks for listening.